filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's your buddy Gavin, filibuster freestyle, forgive the sound quality on this opening as well as probably the sound quality on the actual podcast coming up in a second. Um... Just got back from Miami. It's Super Bowl week down there. Don't want to spoil too much of that with the content that's about to follow with myself and Cindy Harrington. But you're on the Filibuster Freestyle. Filibusterfreestyle.com is where you can find us. And obviously, uh, bonjour to our French listeners who, who listen on Deezer. Paris, the number one city. France, the number one country. Listening to the Freestyle once again this week. Um, getting to that. More places listening in a second. Um, really quickly, wanted to give you guys a little... People that we saw in Miami while we were down there, um, Bruins head coach Bruce Cassidy, post-All-Star game. He was not the only Bruin down in South Florida during the uh, the mini break for the NHL. So we saw him. Actually, just today before we left, we saw Gronk. on. Uh, he was filming a segment for Good Morning America at the hotel pool next to our hotel. We saw the whole darn thing. Whole darn thing. I almost said damn. I almost said darn. I said darn. Anyway. So nobody, uh, nobody can get a very sleepy Cindy Harrington to rise and get to the windows and get to the balcony quicker than Gronk on Good Morning America outside of our hotel. So Gronk was a nice, nice sighting. Saw ESPN's Trey Wingo last night trying to walk into the WME party. Um, Kyle Long, who was uh, the recently retired son of Howie Long and um, brother of, of Chris Long, former Patriot, former Eagle, Kyle just retired from the Bears. He was doing an in-store promo for Walgreens. Actually, he was wrapping up, and Cindy and I had a chance to talk to him, talked a little bit about uh, his dad being from Charlestown and how he played out at Milford High. And people in Chicago will say, well, you're not from Chicago. You don't live in Chicago. You live in the suburbs. Seems like a really good dude, bottom line. Uh, So then we really briefly didn't get to speak to Rick Ross, but we did see Ricky Rose before Lock It In on Fox. And we did see Rachel Bonetta and Cousin Sal, both of Lockett in fame. And Cindy also thinks she saw some dude from the Family Stone movie at a place called Kyu, Kyu, K-Y-U, in Wynwood, section of Miami. Uh, we think we saw Sam Darnold this morning as we were walking out of our hotel. He was walking out too. And then finally, for those who are big fans of Boston, uh, Boston Sports Talk Radio, Boston Radio in general, Rich Shirtenlieb from Toucher and Rich was on our flight home, actually sat right next to us, and uh, sat next to Cindy, and we were able to talk a little bit about um, all kinds of good stuff, but he was a super cool guy too. So the two folks we actually talked to, both Rich and uh, Kyle Long, A-plus people, good stuff. Um, quick, quick shout out for an unbelievable restaurant, um, let's just call it Bazaar by Jose Andres. Jose Andres, famous chef. Uh, This location is in South Beach in the SLS Hotel. It was amazing. Our order, two little mini Cubano sandwiches, Brussels sprouts, which were prepared in a way that I've never seen before, and holy cow, they were amazing. Seared scallops, equally as amazing. Um, A a, uh, embutidos platter, and a black rosa hot. And the black rosa hot was a paella that is Catalan style. Anyway, all those things were amazing. Had amazing dessert as well. Um, can't recommend that place highly enough. So anyway, without further ado, 
we will hear myself and Cindy Harrington live from the hotel balcony overlooking South Beach from the Super Bowl with all kinds of fun news and announcements. Oh, crap. Wait a second. Place is listening. Let's do that real quick. Besides Paris, France. Bonjour once again, mon ami. Um, Paris, Mountain View, California. Waxhaw outside of Charlotte, North Carolina as well. Sydney, Australia checking in this week. Um, let's look at the countries listening. Sometimes I find that to be a little bit easier to handle all at once. Uh, we Obviously France, obviously the USA, Australia. I know India was listening. I know Iran was listening. Oh, and, and Brazil as well. So obrigado to the folks in Brazil. Now, finally, here comes myself and Cindy from South Beach on the filibuster freestyle. Subscribe for goodness gracious sakes. Spotify, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Deezer. And follow us at filibusterfreestyle.com on Twitter as well. New handle, probably better content moving forward on that as well. Thank you. Oh, ladies and gents. Don't mind whatever that noise is in the background. We are live on Miami Beach. The artist formerly known as Chief Marketing Officer, Cindy Harrington, is here. I'm Oh, yeah. Sorry. You weren't the Chief Marketing Officer. Who was? I don't know. I don't run this company. But, yeah, Chief Financial Officer, Cindy Harrington. More on that later. We are at live on Miami Beach. We are two, true story, real talk. We are at the Royal Palm. Yes. We are two hotels down from the Barstool Sports hotel little did we know they've taken over our hotel i mean i got fox sports down the beach here we've got you know all the pundits uh espn first takes down to clevelander so we figured what better way to celebrate a couple of things helicopter going by right now police helicopter oh yeah uh we i see a parasailer i see an oil tanker we see jet skis i got a stand-up paddleboard guy sup or oh, a sup unofficial sponsor of the week sup uh, we're next door to the Lowe's pool, which looks beautiful, some cabanas, mm. overlooking our own pools and beach here at the Royal Palm. So many things to get to it. That's what I can literally see right now. Can you please pull up those notes one more time there, Cindy? I apologize. Oh, I'm so sorry. Guys, we're working off of not one but two iPhones here. No MacBook brought to the... By the way, research team off this week. Yeah. Totally Stay off. Stay on a vacation. But we're celebrating a lot of things. Five years of the freestyle. Five years ago, literally today-ish, January 29th? Today's 29th, yeah. 29th of January in 2015, I started the filibuster Freestyle in Miami over in Brickell at the Aloft Hotel. Unbelievable. And before we get into that, Chief Financial Officer Cindy Harrington. Yes. Got married last Saturday. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Where did you get married? Got married at the Aloft Boston Seaport, another great Bonvoy Machine. <laughs> a Bonvoy machine, also known as a Bonvoy, what's it called? Hotel property? Marriott yeah. Bonvoy? Anyway. Yeah. So we're, you got married at the Aloft. Well, that's funny because I got married at the Aloft Hotel in Boston. Oh my goodness. What, what day did you get married again? January 25th. That's what day I got married. Yeah. What time did you get married? 4.30, well-ish in the afternoon. Wait a minute. Did we get married to each other? I think we did. We did. Congratulations. So <laughs> we don't know what your new title is going to be, but you started off as a pundit. I really worked my way up through the freestyle. And there's like a lot of pundits who are, were either were already married to somebody else or not married at all or not married still. None of them rose to the ranks as chief finance officer, which you did last February. That's right. And then 11 months later, here you are. I don't know what your title is going to be, but you may co-owner? I don't know. Amazing. Chairwoman of the board. That's right. And or CEO of the situation. Yeah. Uh, so congrats on your promotion and on getting married. Thank you. And Likewise. Thanks. So anyway, 
that was about as awkward as I wanted it to be. <laughs> but we're married. We're excited. Um, Royal, and speaking of marriage, I yeah. want to talk about two Uber trips we've had in the last 12 hours, 24 hours, certainly. One was to the Royal Palm Hotel here in Miami Beach, Florida, yes. from our hotel, which was over in Key Biscayne, yes. seven miles south as the crow flies, but about a 35-minute Uber ride when your Uber driver drives 30 on the highway in a Prius uh, in the Super Bowl traffic here, here in Miami. Yeah. So anyway, he mentioned when he knew what hotel we were going to that he met his wife here 60-something years ago, 50-something years ago. Yeah, around there. So at some point you said, how long have you guys been married? And he said, well, the wife I met at the Royal Palm, we were married 20 years. <laughs> so that one backfired. I literally hemmed and hawed over asking because you never know, like, did she pass away? Why sure. would I be bringing up a bad memory? And then... I was like, eh, screw it. I'm just going to ask him. So he keeps talking about his wife, so I figured I was pretty safe. And yes. then immediately regretted my decision. Because he has a new wife. Yes. And by, by new, it could be from 30 years ago. But, but can it, I tell a story really quick yeah. about him that I found fascinating? That he worked for the government, um, and he was like an ambassador. He did something Diplomat for or something, yeah. Some sort of diplomat, like security, or I don't know, something for the U.S. government. And so he would have to fly over to Europe a lot. I forget what country it was for, or several countries maybe. And he said he'd have to fly at a moment's notice and it'd have to be really under the radar because he'd be at the consulate a lot or yeah. things like that. Yeah. And so his first wife thought he was cheating on her because he had to be very secretive about it. And he said she showed up at the airport about four times spying on him mm -hmm. to make sure he wasn't like trotting off with someone else. Yes. So there was not a lot of trust in that marriage. Not a lot of trust, which we find to be probably something one would need mm -hmm. to maintain their first marriage, especially from meeting that person at this very hotel 60-something years ago. Yeah. I'm hopeful that that Uber ride is not ominous for us in the future, but either way, this hotel's been here a while. Yeah. Fun little story tie in the hotel, unofficial hotel sponsor of the week. Now, on the way back from Blackbird Ordinary, which is a bar in Brickell, downtown Miami last night, we had an Uber driver who couldn't find us, us. to start and then couldn't follow the directions of his own kind of Siri, you know, his own GPS navigation voice, yeah. which happened to be, and we're in Miami, makes total sense, in Spanish. Right. When I noticed that he was bad at listening to his own directions in Spanish, I started using my rudimentary Spanish skills and was able to tell him where to go, which, I one, I knew where to go, but two, I could understand the Spanish. Not that he couldn't understand it, he's fluent, but he clearly wasn't listening to it. No, he was just a bad driver. Really bad driver. Yeah. Glad we're alive to tell this story and have this podcast. Yeah, but it was... Tale of two Uber drivers. Yeah. For sure. Um, so let's get back to this wedding really quickly. And I do apologize for all the noise. I think the ambiance of the running water and stuff would be really nice mm -hmm. if it weren't for, like, the jackhammers and trucks and generators that are going on Yeah, they're getting the something beach. up on the beach for the Super Bowl, and it's really noisy. But in some ways, it makes it, you know, kind of more fun to eavesdrop on our conversation when we have all this... Ridiculous noise. Um, what was some highlights for you from the weekend? From when we got married? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, getting married. Overall, correct. Very big highlight. Um, just like the, I don't know, the whole experience of it, I think it's, you can't, unless you've done it before, but when it's your first marriage, you can't ever really, like, know how you're going to feel or what's going to happen or things like that, and, um, it was just like really fun, really great time to have all your friends and family kind of all in one spot to 
celebrate you. Yeah. Um, when I was getting my hair done, or, or maybe my makeup at that point, um, you sent Alex to bring over a gift and a card. Yeah. That definitely um, caused a few tears. Thankfully, my eyes were not done yet. So nice. The eyes last. I was allowed to do ladies that or gents who for a hot makeup. minute. And that was a very sweet moment. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was so much fun. There were so many other, like, little moments I certainly could yeah. pick out. But I don't want to, you know. Sure. I'm still reflecting, yeah. you know. It's I mean, still, like, more. taking this it all in. This is an impromptu pod. But, yeah. Um, I wanted to do one from Miami at least. Yeah. How? What's, what were your favorite moments? Well, one of my favorite lines was the weekend oh, <laughs> was when your father gave you away and yelled, here you go, Gavin. Not yell, but said loud enough for many folks to hear didn't he say she's all yours gavin that's what some people thought but i'm pretty sure she's he but said she's see all yours. john rubicki who's not in the front row he hashtagged and he's one of my dad's favorite he players. hashtagged what i thought your dad also said which was hashtag here you go gavin which i think is funny that tommy's line became actually maybe he did say that hashtag. i think roscoe p who's kind of off to the side a little bit mm-hmm. though on the stage or the altar the chopa if you will i think roscoe p Thought she said she's all yours, Gavin. Yeah. And maybe, like, that's also funny, but I think yeah. I think he said... He actually might have... I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't think he said that any other night. By the way, a cruise ship has now popped into view, leaving the seaport of Miami. Uh, it's, a, it's a... What's it called? Royal Caribbean? Yeah. So much action on this waterfront right now. I know. It's crazy. That's my fun, one of my favorite lines. Um, that's a good line. One of... Obviously, your, your note was nice. I thought writing our own vows went over huge. Yeah. I would recommend it to somebody out there who's doing their own wedding. However... Both of us did not happen to break down and blubber through them, but I could, now that I've done it, I could feel how quickly the tide can turn. Oh yeah, that, there I were mean, a few that minutes was, there. That was my biggest fear going into it was that I was like, I had a friend do it once, and he it was a he, and he literally could not even like yeah. string words together. I just didn't want to be like blubbering. I wanted it to be like yeah a nice moment, and right. I think we both really held it together well. So that was, that was a highlight that we got through that, and I would recommend people doing that. It's nice. Um, just I'll get to a highlight in a second, but a, a a downside for me was one not having enough time with everybody that you want yeah to speak so hard. to, and number two was I am partially responsible for axing the song "Take Me Home Tonight" mid song, which you vouched me that I would never do. Can I? Yeah, my friend John came up to me and was like, "He's not going to turn this off, is he?" And I was like, "John." This is my husband now. He would never turn this off. And then you turned it off. Yeah, and the, the setup is, uh, Julian 3 is the band that I've been in since 2001, was going to play for the first time since 2015. And the photographers and the band that we actually hired played out, both of whom did great jobs. Yes. They decided they wanted to switch things up a little bit. And so then at that point, I was kind of like, not flustered, but you I'm like, under, I'm trying to you're hurry under up. The gun. Yeah. You're under the gun. I'm trying to hurry up and ad-lib my own wedding. And then I knew it was a great song, and I could start to feel the crowd really feeling any money. And listen, check the archives if you love freestyle. Myself and Dan O'Brien did an RIP tribute also podcast love Eddie money to much. Eddie Money. So uh-huh. like, the last thing I wanted to do was ax Eddie Money. Yeah. I didn't even really know it was Eddie Money whom I was axing. Right. Until like, I was like, well, You're sorry. You just kind of in the zone. Yeah. yeah. So that's my low light, which is very rare. A low, like a very tepid low light I think the upside was definitely having everybody there yeah and just not having enough time but they were all being there and just the fun we all had and frankly the reunion show was great to just be able to do and pull off so thanks everybody and then obviously again the marriage the vows doing it for the most part the way we envisioned yeah 
Oh, yeah, it's really cool to see have like a vision in your mind come to life. Yeah, that's like the other fun part about yeah. And, and again, like this is post wedding, but the the, the the multiple guitar players sing along, oh, and the X Y Z bar at the Aloft in, in Boston was great. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we'll probably have some more time to reflect on this or whatever. Not whatever, but like however we do it. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Anything else you want to bring up, wedding wise, before I get to the fifth anniversary, real quick, and then real quick take on a new Netflix series that we got to just oh, share man. with people? No. Um, you know, weddings are always fun. I always have a great time, which is why we decided to have one of our own. Um, and I don't I don't regret any of it, to be honest. It was just like a blast, and you really don't get that moment many times in your life like that. Yeah. So I, I feel like really, I don't know, you just feel so happy. Yeah. One more piece of practical advice. Yeah. Um, if you have a refrigerator in your room, in the newlywed suite, even if you didn't put anything in there. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Check the refrigerator because yeah. we got home from the wedding and the it's after party. It's actually written in one of the notes that we got. We just didn't really read it that well. Sure, but, we're, but you're getting all the stuff. You don't yeah. have time. So I'm not a big Dom P drinker. In fact, until about three days ago, I don't think I've ever had Dom Perignon before. I don't think I. And we <laughs> had these two champagne glasses and like chocolate covered strawberries in our room, but like we didn't have any champagne that we knew of that was chilled. And luckily the next day, before it was too late, I opened the fridge and I saw a chilled bottle of Dom P, which, by the way, we wouldn't have been able to fly with yeah. and would have had to, like, leave. Right. So instead we just drank it. Yeah. We were just intoxicated for quite a number of but hours. But the problem is that that being something that would have been nice to bring home with us and, yeah. like, save for our first anniversary or right. something. And so always check the fridge door. Yeah. Like, or, especially before you go home and change out your suitcases for your vacation. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. So five years ago, in this very town, well, technically across the water there in, sure. in Miami yeah, proper, cool. been noodling on a podcast for a while. It was pre-Super Bowl week. I was thinking about all the things. It was, I think it was, like, Seahawks, Patriots, Super Bowl. Oh, wow. I remember that. I have a lot of hot takes on the takes that I'm seeing on ESPN. And I'm like, and I'm just like, you know what? I got enough till I try a podcast. So, downloaded the app we're using on my phone right now. I've since moved to GarageBand, but for mobile pods, we use iTalk. Um, Went upstairs, signed up for SoundCloud, had a podcast. I think it was like eight, nine minutes long. It wasn't good, but it was the beginning. And I bring that up because I can remember coming here. Like three years ago for the Super Bowl, this time the Atlanta Patriots 23-8 comeback special Super Bowl. Oh, man. And we were here with our guest, the guy who married us, Doug Brown, my cousin. Yeah. His wife. Yeah. Bridget. My brother's then girlfriend, now wife, Helen, and of course my brother, Alex. We were all here three years ago, for, and it happened to be the second anniversary of the pod. And, we, and you and I stayed in the hotel where I started the pod. Yeah. But here we are, three years after that. That was five, our first year of dating, yes, too, by the way. Fifth year anniversary, maybe one of our first trips. Yeah. Fifth year anniversary of the show, a couple days after our wedding. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know if our wedding happens to each other if we hadn't connected via this podcast. Yeah. And myself and Dara Richie O'Brien talking about the one at the time sizzling Bravo show, sizzling. Southern Charm, 100%. which is now basically on the shelf because well, it's boring. But yeah. it's not Bravo's fault. Below Deck's great. Oh man, Bra- uh, you know Dara is great at what she does. We, you know, we got so much backlog Bravo stuff to get to with Dara at some point. Totally. Now that our lives are hopefully going to settle down a little in terms of like planning. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't want your talk. Your take. I'm talking too much. I don't know that we get back. To, we get together if uh, the pod doesn't exist. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's really funny. We had spoken before that, obviously. Barely. But, yeah, and then the pod kind of made me reach out to you again and kind of circle back, and then you were... I was coming to town anyway. You were, uh, what's the word your brother uses? Reciprocal? Yes. Reciprocate, reciprocating? I don't know. I don't know. My brother used a lot of big words. I don't know. As promised and predicted at yes. the wedding. Yes. In his best man's <laughs> And, uh... And Which was great, was, by the way. Yeah, it was and your sister's was too. Yes, everyone, great speeches all around. Your dad, Uncle Paul, yeah. let's go on. Um, <laughs> right, so yeah, I, I don't know. It, it certainly was uh, somewhat of a catalyst and got this show on the road, man. It did get the show on the road. So I think we can say if the freestyle accomplishes nothing else besides being a gateway to my French fans and friends oh, in Paris, yeah. but more importantly, at least my, our personal lives for sure, Definitely a gateway towards getting married. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's why I felt like despite all this background noise and cruise ships and tankers and jet skis and seagulls and waterfalls, I don't know. Fully clothed women at the pool. Fully clothed women at the pool, however, a lot of scantily clad women walking the streets. Mm, and true. not like in like a lady of the you know yeah. evening way just like next like people level just, you know, people are just like next level next here. level and it's great yeah it's the I best. love it we wouldn't be staying here we'd like 100% it. I love it so many things yeah. um, can we move on though to Jerry yeah the cheerleader the most important part of the podcast from, and this is going to be quick but first of all there's yeah. a Netflix series it's called Cheer called Cheer and it and if you've been in a hole for the past like three to three, four, four weeks three four weeks yeah like, it is all over everyone's Instagram. There are memes coming from it. It's yeah. all over social media, which was made me catch my eye. Right. Cheer is based on the Navarro Junior College yes. cheerleading team, which has won, like, 15 national championships in yes. 19 years. In Corsicana. In Corsicana, Texas, which is, like, an hour outside of Dallas. Yeah. And the people in it are fairly compelling, and the way this show is shot is fairly compelling but there's a couple of the male cheerleaders especially Jerry oh, yeah. who are just superstars 100% and if you're, again if you're not watching the show you're not going to get any of this but also I would like to say to your male audience to my shock you agreed to watch this show with me yeah and you might like it more than I do well here's kind of a couple, <laughs> couple reasons Cause why because the cheerleading thing will turn some I would say some males off I, Maybe some females, too. I totally agree, but I saw that the show was done by the same people who've been doing Last Chance You, which is also on Netflix, and oh, yeah. it's about junior college football. Yeah, you like that. And I just kind of felt like I like that, and yeah. so I'll give this a shot. Right. And the dominance that Navarro has had over the last, you know, the beginning of the 21st century. So impressive. I feel like, I, as somebody who has athletic, you know, roots and who works in athletic administration, like, I, I want to see what makes this team tick and this coach tick and Monica. Oh, man. And I, and, and, and I just figured, so I was excited to give it a try. Yeah. But frankly, it's the characters like Jerry oh, who man. kept me coming back for the whole six episodes. I agree. And they're definitely greenlighting that. And Jerry's going to definitely, like, get his own, like, he's his oh. own star now. And the reason I know that and the reason I'm bringing it up is because Netflix hired him to go to some, like, regular office and, like, pep talk Matt, people Matt talk. and there's this thing called Matt talk which is when you're cheerleading you like pump people up you try to like you know they're doing a great For the job sidelines. the sidelines yeah so Jerry's sitting outside the front door of this office doing in his Navarro uniform his Navarro cheer uniform 
doing whatever it is Jerry does at his highest level in terms of his getting people pumped up yeah. to be walking into their nine to five desk job. And you can imagine how out of place, yet at the same time, sublime yeah. Jerry is. So I just want to give a shout out to that show. I want to give a shout out to Jerry. 100%. He's welcome on this podcast Jerry, come on every the day. Luster, please. Please. Love Your star you so has risen much quicker than ours and is yeah. now much bigger than ours. In fact, I'll come on your pod. Heck, right. I'll be your intern, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, we'll work for you. Yeah. But filibusterfreestyle.com is where you can find this and everything else. Please subscribe. Uh, Deezer, of course. Naturally. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Let's goes on. At Filibuster Freestyle. At F- yeah, at Filibuster Freestyle. You can find us. Um, I don't know why you're looking at me. I'm, I'm kind of just looking at There's an airplane going by saying Nicki Minaj tonight at Mr. Jones. 320 Lincoln Road. So oh. if you listen to this... That show will be over by now, but could have been dope. Who knows? Who knows? Snoop Dogg's playing tonight. A lot of things going on. Maybe yeah. we'll check out that bar still thing. Probably not. You never know. But it's two doors down, so maybe we will. Cindy, congratulations on your wedding and my wedding, which is now our wedding. Same to you, Gavin. And we'll talk to everybody else later. Bye.